And back on this Tuesday, it is August the 10th. Countdown is on to September. Back to school, of course. Back to work? Hmm. Who knows? Will it be back to work as well, or has the Delta variant changed the equation? Here is Agenda Silva, head of the Toronto Region Board of Trade, who joins us now here on Global News Radio. Jan, good afternoon. Nice to have you back on with us. Jeff, great to be back on. All right. What is the uh, talk when it comes to uh, Toronto and uh, really, I guess, across the uh, province right now? Is Delta changing things uh, for companies or do a lot of them still have their eye on next month for a possible return to the office? Well, what we're hearing from the business community is returns are going to be staggered. Um, They're trying to strike the right balance for different type of workers, different type of business settings. And certainly we're all watching closely how the Delta variant is playing out. We're seeing fourth waves happening in other parts of the world. And so employers are going to be cautious about this. And how so when you mentioned kind of a staggered uh, return to work? I mean, that's uh, one possible uh, option. Is there uh, anything and everything uh, on the table here? Are we talking about rapid testing uh, employees who are coming back, that sort of thing? Well, uh, and if I can give some examples, there's certain parts of, of Toronto that have been fully working throughout all of this. And I think we can take a lot of lessons from them. Um, Up around Pearson Airport, we've got uh, major logistics and warehousing, Amazon, Canada Post, Walmart, and others located there. And so they've had to have virtually 70% of their workforce on site throughout this. So what we've learned from them, yes, they have been using uh, rapid testing. Uh, Employees that are working in those settings have signaled that they want to feel safe going into that environment. So many of our employers in the core are looking at those as tools for people as well as required. Uh, The big debate at the moment, though, is what to do about proof of immunization, because in employee surveys, employees are signaling they're nervous about working alongside unvaccinated employees. So what do we do about that? We've uh, got a proposal in that we're talking to the province and the federal government about called COVID Safe Pass, that would enable non-essential businesses to be able to um, get access to information that simply signals that either the worker or the customer, if that's required, um, either has vaccination or a recent negative COVID test. And that would be one additional layer of protection for workers that are nervous about returning to the office. Okay, and is that the key piece, a negative COVID test as well? Because as you well know, and uh, we've talked about this and so many others, you're right, this is such a hot topic of debate when it comes to a return to work and a return to the office, is, you know, worries or concerns regarding uh, personal privacy, uh, access to my uh, health records, and whether or not companies can truly force employees to be vaccinated before they return. No, absolutely. Um, This is about either proof of immunization or proof of a recent negative COVID test. And all the business would receive if, um, you know, if the province and the feds move forward on something like the COVID safe pass, they would simply using a smartphone be able, the employee would um, tap onto a pad and it would just give a green check mark. That's it. Doesn't indicate whether they're COVID safe because of immunization or because of a recent negative test. So it's very non-invasive, um, very secure. Look, markets around the world are deploying tools like that. New York set it in place for a while. Uh, France, UK, other markets in Europe are using these kind of tools. It's just an additional layer of protection. Everyone wants to be safe, and we're not saying you have to get vaccinated. We'd encourage people to get vaccinated, but this is just a tool that gives um, employers and their workforces uh, the opportunity to feel safe coming into the office. 
And Jan, these tools you just spoke of, do we have those? Do we have those at our disposal and uh, ready to go come the fall? Look, they, they, I don't, uh, I can't speak for the governments. Um, I would say that they're not difficult to put in place. Um, the EU has just put in place uh, their, what they're calling a vaccination passport. It operates on the same principle. Other jurisdictions have layered onto that platform. So there could be options to either look at whether we could use a tool similar to that or if there's something we can create ourselves, but it's not difficult to do so. The federal government now with the border reopening is already um, looking at how do we provide proof of our immunization for those that are traveling internationally and how do we receive proof of immunization for travelers coming in. So it's not a big jump to take it to the next step to capture um, proof of negative test as well. Okay, you mentioned the border and travelers. Obviously, I wanted to ask you about that as well as head of the Toronto uh, Region Board of Trade. How are you feeling? How are businesses feeling with the land borders now uh, reopened? Look, it's, um, it's good news to be able to have um, certainty about what the rules are, what the requirements are. For um, an area like Toronto, we rely heavily on what we call the business visitor economy. These are major events. It's TIFF. It's major conventions that come into town. That's 28 million customers annually for the city of Toronto. So having clarity about how international travelers can now return to our market is certainly good news for businesses. But again, if I could go back to our call for a COVID safe pass, that would be an additional layer of confidence boosting for conventions that are thinking about uh, bringing their conventions back to Toronto. These, uh, these major events book three to five years in advance. And if uh, people looking at Toronto now are feeling there's not clarity about uh, what the guidelines are to be resuming those events, then they're going to be booking in other locations, which will be hurting us three to five years from now. So we're really pushing for all the tools that we can put in place to make sure that we can as safely reopen our economy as possible with COVID remaining a condition for the foreseeable future. Sure. And are you satisfied that there's proper safeguards in place when it comes to uh, conventions and major events resuming in the city? Because obviously we're seeing, and I'll go back to Delta here, the Delta variant and you know, we've talked to doctors uh, this week and late last week saying that the beginning of the fourth wave is already here. Uh, mm-hmm. The U.S. is seeing uh, Delta-driven cases, 100,000 uh, per day or, or more now uh, in the U.S. So uh, are you uh, satisfied that there's enough safeguards in place when it comes to uh, allowing tourists uh, in these uh, major events back to well, the city I and back to the province? Yeah, I, I would say certainly as it pertains to the border reopening, um, applaud what the government's doing in terms of the requirements. Would love to have seen more digitization of it. I returned from the U.S. last night and uh, was in line at Pearson Airport uh, going through uh, border services, just trying to get cleared. It was it was a massive lineup. So we've got to get better tools in place to be able to clear people into the country. But as it pertains to conventions and major events, we want to give... Um, those uh, convention facilities, but also all of our Main Street businesses that benefit from those uh, conventioneers coming into town, every chance to get access to those customers. So again, having an additional tool that would say where you've got major gatherings of large numbers, having a tool like a COVID safe pass would be ideal to provide that additional layer of protection so that we're not facing huge case count increases and another general lockdown. We want to avoid a general lockdown again at all costs. All right, Jen, really appreciate the time and the input as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Jeff. Be well. Jen DeSilva is head of the Toronto Region Board of Trade.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.